The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. The name of this episode is, uh, he sounds rich. Okay. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, but we want to thank you, of course, for downloading this free podcast. Uh, It's still available once a week for free because of our fine sponsors. But I also want to tell you about if you want more Geek Show, it'll only cost you a little bit. It's uh, patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. That's one long after the slash geekshowpodcast. Got to get it all in there, otherwise you go to someplace bad. Well, we got a lot of great stuff happening on our Patreon page, stuff that is not going to happen on this free podcast. And honestly, we're having so much fun with it, and we're glad that you guys love it too. we got a lot of subscribers. Thank you so much. Tree Fitty, come on. Tree Fitty a month. We've given this to you for free for so long. Eh, how about a little shekels, a few shekels this way, you know? Plus, we're having fun with it, and uh, you guys can interact with us there as well. It's, it's a great time. So it's patreon.com slash Geek Show Podcast. There are two levels, uh, just a buck a month if you just want to show the love, and then Tree Fitty a month, that ain't much more, for all the extra content. So thank you so much. But of course, this podcast will continue to be for free once a week, as it has been for, what, 12 years now? Oh, okay. I want to thank our sponsors for making this possible. They are the ones who pay for this party for you. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course, open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service, as it's known, is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'll see you there most Wednesdays. And our friend Ivy at Booze Teak, of course. If you have any questions, if you're new to the adult beverage world, and I'm encountering a lot of you, uh, (laughs) the recently fallen, I like to call them, uh, they are open Monday through Saturday, 11-ish to 7 p.m. at 315. That's 315 East Broadway, free parking downtown. Boostique just steps away from the wine store that sells more than just wine. And if you uh, mention our name, Geek Show Podcast, you'll get 15. That's 1-5% off of your entire purchase. So go down and see Ivy at Boostique. All right, let's get to this brand new episode. The name of the episode is He Sounds Rich. Please to enjoy. Oh, hi. Welcome to the basement. Didn't see you there. Hello. Hey, what are you doing here? Ow. Hey. We just ow, appear. ow. We just appear every three weeks. Hey, we'll, we'll come out from behind all that stuff and, no. and sit down at the table. <laughs> I refuse. I like these boxes. <laughs> they feel like home. Come here. <laughs> oh, I thought that was... Oh, you're you're urging people out. Okay, huh? come on. I thought okay. that was the noises that you were making behind all the stuff. No, what I do is hiding. <laughs> yeah, usually I just go. Over here. <laughs> That's it. Over here. I just lurk silently in the corner and stare at you. Yeah. So, hey. so that actor, <laughs> the predator in Predator. Which one? Uh, there were a few. The bald guy who was sha- shaving his oh, head. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's on Black Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. And the. The poor man. It's not <laughs> aged well, has he? He's so old. Yeah. yeah. How just, old is he? And it's just <laughs> he's just he's just skin and a skeleton now. He's, it's like last year when Biff Tannen was a bad guy on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. And I was he, like, he got kind of doughy. Biff Tannen. <laughs> holy hell! Well, did you watch the new more like Wes buffet Anderson Tannen. trailer? Yes. Bill Murray's so old. Right. 
Well, he is. And I, I thought know, he was but immortal. He looks so old. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about Wes Anderson trailers? You get what you get. How thoroughly Wes Anderson they are. Yeah. Like, there's no getting around it. I yeah. saw. It, I was watching the trailer for it. And I'm like, man, yeah. Yeah. This is the shit I like. Yeah. Oh, and, <laughs> and good news for movie people: there are two movies on video on demand right now that you can buy. You can't rent them yet, but you can buy them. And and I know one of them is quite good. Knives Out. Is yes. on video on demand. Yes. Very good. Yes. And it is a, a, fan, a fantastic movie that I've seen twice and enjoyed both times thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one is, uh, wow, I love it when my brain just turns Oscar off. Oscar award-winning <laughs> film, Parasite. Uh, that is also available. So that's three movies. Rise oh, and Skywalker. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. I bought Jojo Rabbit oh. last night. Yeah. So good. Oh, good. Good movie. Yeah. So I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, it's fucked up. Knives oh, Knives Out is four, <laughs> Knives Out is fourteen ninety nine plus tax. Jojo Rabbit is nineteen ninety nine plus tax, and Parasite is nineteen ninety nine plus tax. Are you what? Hmm? Why? Why? Are you an advertiser? An advertisement? Uh, no, I w- I found it interesting it's that Knives Out, which is actually a phenomenally good movie, was five dollars cheaper than the other two. Not an Oscar winner. And it should have been. Uh, yeah. the price, and it was the only price no, it only got go. one nomination. But it didn't win. Best sweater. No. Best sweater. Best yeah. sweater. Best use of the word, you can eat shit. <laughs> I will not eat one iota of shit. It's the most <laughs> underrated line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's happy about the most underrated line in Knives Out. She is Rebecca Frost. Oh, I was really hoping he'd be like, she's not eating one iota. She of is shit. not eating. I wasn't going to say that. No. no. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca S. Frost.com and at Joss Whelan on Twitter and Geeks Boom. Show Podcast. <laughs> Follow Patreon.com slash Geeks of Podcast. Follow Rebecca on Twitter because she occasionally needs help and you need to be there to help her. When did I need help? So, what podcast should I listen oh. to? <laughs> Stitcher Premium. Whole... Stitcher Premium. I read your message and I got it. Thank you. Which I listened to that whole podcast already. Uh, Marvels. Yeah. yeah. Was it amazing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's I no I feel the same Thank way. Thank you for your recommendation, Carrie. <laughs> I feel the same way with the uh, it was the only Stitcher Premium show I knew. Oh. I, <laughs> so I can help. It's not a Stitcher hey. Premium show, oh. but uh, Revisionist History with Malcolm Gladwell is quite good. Hmm. Episode on uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah and how it actually was not ever supposed to be. And another entire episode about Elvis Costello's worst song that turned into his best song. Hmm. Which one? Uh, it's it's from like the last Elvis Costello and the Attractions album, and it was not. They said it was universally panned, and then Elvis Costello went back and redid parts of the album a few like ten years ago. And he's really? like, it, it's amazing how you take an album that's that's horrible, and then you just change it. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, it's. It's not horrible. Yeah, yeah. So it, it changes things. But yeah, Revisionist History with Malcolm Gladwell oh, okay. is like one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, I am. It actually already is on my list. You should listen to it. He's Lee George Cade. I am Lee George Cade. It's a pleasure to know you all. So thanks, everybody, for uh, actually I had like a, a, a an emergency in my house, like our sewer main blew up, and I was in the process of getting ready to record some Patreon content. And uh, it was like, I can't. There's work crews literally destroying my bathroom right now. So I just said, okay, fine, we'll just do an Ask Me Anything. And people just came out of the woodwork. It was a lot of fun. So you, you did that on Patreon. We did that directly on Patreon. So uh, a lot of fun, a lot of 
a lot of really good questions. It wasn't your general, how did you guys meet stuff that we get every three weeks. It mm-hmm. was like very specifically <laughs> aimed at me. A lot of Clone Wars questions. Of course. And I'm definitely the guy to ask questions no, about Clone Wars. No, that's the thing, is that you should, and we do apparently, charge people for the privilege <laughs> of asking to questions talk about to Clone you Wars. about, yeah, about yeah. Star, Star Wars. Tree fitty a month. Exactly. But it was it was a really cool experience and uh, kind of kept my mind off the bathroom for a few hours. So uh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast and uh, fresh content constantly. And I'm actually thinking that that's going to be my social media because I've been off of Twitter and I've been off of Facebook, yes. and those that experience has actually helped my anxiety greatly because I'm not getting the focus targeted ads. That oh, you think you're better than us? No, I don't <laughs> think you're better than that. But what the Patreon stuff is actually, uh, it's actually been a really cool way to actually just talk to the people that support us, and it's neat. Well, yeah, and and as Tony pointed out, it's very affordable, tree fitty, tree fitty a month, and it's a. Uh, patreon.com slash geek show podcast do the whole thing yep and, and uh yeah send us uh, suggestions things you want to see and we're just like we just wrapped our first uh, geek show book club yep. uh which we did the first witcher book which was a lot of fun we'll and see that later uh, this week and we're looking for suggestions for our next book because we like to read or you know listen to books yep but not dune but not dune um <laughs> so you know secretly i'm here i'm really hoping for dune uh, <laughs> but we're actually closing in on 400 subscribers. Oh, nice. We're, we're like a dozen away from that. Thank you. So, um, and I just got the okay to put uh, Jay's message on the. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so drunk call from Jay. He's claiming he wasn't drunk. He's claiming he, he wasn't drunk. I didn't drunk. think he sounded that. You didn't sound like he sounded that drunk in there. Oh. Just sound I like that was just okay. classic Jay. All right. Jay. Standard Friday night bewildered Jay Whitaker so, call. So coming up on our Patreon. A message from Jay. A message from Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it could be like our Forky asks a question. Could be. Jay wants to know. Jay wants to know. <laughs> What's going on with the East Side? What's <laughs> up with? Yeah. The East Side, you know, State, State Street. Street. <laughs> State Street. Uh, we'll get that's on the Patreon. That's coming up. So East. Uh, he hates Dune. He's our producer. He is our designated driver. He is Quad T. Hey. hey. I'll, give, I'll give that new Dune movie a chance. With Timothy oh, Chalamet, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Wait, no, there's and the, no reading, and there's a TV show too. I yeah. think, right? Both, I keep forgetting yeah. Oh, about you know, all I'll that. give him a shot. I'll give him a shot. They're doing a show and a movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that works. Yep. We, Every time we talked about it on this show. <laughs> was I awake? Uh, yes. Yeah. Was huh? I distracted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Uh, Rebecca, I have two recommendations for podcasts. Let's for hear them. Number one, the Geek Show podcast. Ooh. Yep, yep, really good. Stitcher Premium. Very premium. Especially since they got Rebecca on it. And number two, <laughs> better show. it's called The Gadget Spot. Oh, heck. Yep. Really good, I think. It's maybe. free. It's f- premium. Is it? It's free. It's free. <laughs> but it feels premium. I need to get my money's worth for my free trial with Stitcher <laughs> uh, Premium. I so I, I need that exclusive Conto. Uh, I got nothing for you. So you're getting the, Conto. You're getting that premium feel yeah. at not premium prices. See, that's what I'm talking about, Carrie. See, it's marketing. That's uh-huh. all you... <laughs> That's what you got to do. And I want to get what I pay for. He's, he's, but you don't have to pay for. Exactly. It's, it's so But you're good. getting a premium feel. Can you ask for anything better? Do you have commercials? Not with Stitcher Premium. Not oh, with, that's almost worth it. Not with Gadget Spot either. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
because no one will sponsor us. Oh, I mean, man. yeah. Okay, I'll just oh, keep are... listening to. Com- I'll pay thirty four dollars a year to listen to comedy bang bang what's without your, ads. See? What's your, uh, what's I haven't. Your, I haven't your, tried to get any sponsors. What's your ad either, rate? Though, so you know, uh, whatever I feel like when you ask. Oh, I'm seriously. I'm <laughs> gonna. I am gonna contact you. I might want to advertise <laughs> on the gadget spot. Just advertise yourself. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm Lee. Lee. I'm Lee. I don't know. You sound rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one percent. Let's see. This guy sounds rich. No, uh, seven dollars an episode. Yeah, so. I got a I got a Wiener Schnitzel gift card with your name <laughs> on I'll it. Take it. Oh, heck yeah. Chili dog. Chili dog. Even that chili right. dog with the slice of American cheese on top. Heck yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, he wants a chili dog with a slice well, of American cheese on it. Would that to, Would that to, help? No. Not today. Really? You're eating a lot of birdseed over he's, he's there, got a, my friend. I didn't, I didn't know that a sake hangover demanded bird, birdseed. What is it, nuts? What is it? This what you got, got going on there? Um, teriyaki Oberto teriyaki chicken trail mix. Oberto, they're branching out from yeah. the jerkies, huh? It's got um, dried teriyaki chicken, seeds, nuts, dried fruit, and dark chocolate pieces. Mm, that's perfect well, hangover food. It's all the food groups right there. you got to yeah. have coconut water. Because you need the potassium. I, hate that shit. I know, but your brain needs the potassium you know and the electrolytes, though? and it hydrates you better I than take, regular water. I take uh, that's sugar water with electrolytes. With electrolytes, it's got yeah. electrolytes. Remember, it's what plants crave. Exactly. Remember, <laughs> great, it's got sugar and salt in it. Do you remember though in San Diego when we found the lemon coconut water? That's true. You, the lemonade coconut. And water you couldn't was get good. you couldn't get enough that's of that. That's true. And we were really dehydrated. Yeah. Well, that's water. what you need for hangovers, coconut water. We were it's got dehydrated. Potassium, and it hydrates you better than regular water. I, I take 5,000 milligrams of potassium every morning. How well, many bananas is that? obviously not doing you any good today. Orally? Well, I just barely took it. That's yeah, all of Yeah, them. no, I shove it up my ass. Well, I had to mm. ask. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to shove it up here. Anyway, Shannon um, Barnes and everyone. Yeah. Fucking doing my best today. Oh, we're clapping for him now? Sure. Yeah. I got out of bed. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He, um, need, he needs a little assist. Whew. Life alert. Uh, <laughs> come to the pub quiz. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just Wednesdays, the... lucky 13, there you go. 8 o'clock. There you go. Mm. All right. Mm. Thank you very much. And our host, oh. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Captain of this ship. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Okay. For now. What? Oh, I just like to throw some menace into Scare things. people. Please. Yeah. I'm in radio. You don't. No. That's just scary. You don't throw yeah. menace around. You say that. Yeah. Um, For now. So <laughs> I, didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to see Birds of Prey this week. God, Me neither. You guys. I, I want to go see it. I, I really do. Well, it's just we all had. You're the reason it flopped. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> it didn't flop. It didn't flop. It just underperformed a little underperformed. bit. Underperformed. That's a difference. It made its money. Yeah. made its money back. See? You know, the, 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 we were going to go Tuesday night because uh, one of the local movie houses does $5 tickets. And I was like, cool, I'll go see the movie. But that's when my house started dumping raw sewage yeah. into the basement. So. Some shit happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, literally. Yeah. Quite yeah. literally. It was a crappy situation. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking stop it. But um, <laughs> one, of, it's funny because I was I reading this article about how it it didn't flop; it underperformed. Mm-hmm. To be honest, and all the reviews I have yet to see a okay. negative review. Me, me either, um, because I don't hang out in that part of the internet. Yeah, um, where they just hate on everything. Where they just hate on everything. Uh, but w- a couple of the uh, movie theater chains have changed the name of the movie. Cinemark did this. Cinemark, Regal, AMC. But 
Um, from what I read, it's only on their online. Only online. Yeah, on their what online. What do they change uh, it to? So it's currently Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's the original title. That's and almost as long as Englishmen went up a hill and came down a mountain. Actually, it's longer. And when you go <laughs> online to Cinemark, it's mm. Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey, which is really what it sh- probably should have been. Yeah, yeah to begin yeah, with, for sure. You know. Well, because unless you're a DC person, you don't really know what exactly. Birds of Prey is. Exactly. People know who Harley Quinn is, but they yeah. don't know what Birds and of Prey is. And there's probably not that many more keys that say Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, and then be, there's that. That'd be the yeah. whole marquee. But I think we're running into another situation like with the Solo movie where we got a marketing problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think this movie had better marketing than Solo. Probably. I, because I was I aware that it was coming out. The Gadget Spot has better marketing than Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I what are what are your rates? <laughs> yeah. I told you, know, you $7 I, or a Wiener Schnitzel gift card. <laughs> I don't know. He sounds rich. I, he does, I put out right? a, I put out a post of like a story that was saying that it was making less money. It had a lower opening than Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And then all these people commented on it. It's like, oh, I didn't even know it was coming out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not good. Really? But that I is, bet you Green Lantern had a much bigger budget. Probably yes, did. but that's the thing is that this yeah. was a, a very low budget film, right? As far as superhero movies go, as far as they go, yeah. I mean, and, it's just... and that's the thing is like people who are like, "Oh, this movie flopped," compared to Batman versus Superman that has a budget of 150 million, yeah, yeah, and underperforms or flops because it doesn't make that back. Whereas Birds of Prey has a budget of 80 million and makes it back to internationally, yeah, in, it, right. you know, yeah. in the weekend, Altogether. in the weekend, and it didn't flop anywhere near as, as bad as like uh, Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's another Aww. one. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they saw the problem mm-hmm. and and they fixed it because people are going in buying if they're buying tickets physically, walking into the theater saying the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Well, right. and I wonder too if yeah. they initially went with Birds of Prey because they knew how much people hated Suicide Squad, so they're like, let's try to distance ourselves as much as we can. And like she was universally the best part of that movie, right? Right. But like people are going to associate that Harley Quinn with that Suicide Squad, maybe. And so, Hmm. no, you know it's a Harley Quinn movie, but maybe just removing her name from it, and maybe that was the gamble they took. I also heard that Margot Robbie wanted this to be a true collaborative piece and not just one center character, and so that Mm -hmm. that's why she pushed for not the Harley Quinn movie. Mm. But anyway, there you go. I just thought that was fascinating that the uh, movie chains went. No, we're changing the name. We're we're going tomorrow. We'll get taking the taking the youngest. Let us know. God, a, so I'm excited about guys. it. There's a really good episode of Hot Ones that dropped last week with uh, Har- uh, Harley Quinn with Margot Robbie. <laughs> I, I suggest checking it out if you want to watch an interview with her while she eats hot wings. It's a, <laughs> a good one. That interview series is really good. Yep. Um, and then there's then there's this because I mean we've talked about this project before. It's called Shrunk. No, it's the sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Dingus. Well, the reason this is news is because Rick Moranis is crawling out from under whatever... <laughs> yeah, he retired know, a long time ago. ...thing he's been hiding under. Yeah. Well, he said he retired to raise his kids. Right, right? He did. yeah, to, raise, yeah. to be with I imagine family. they're raised it now. They're raised it. You know, he's been doing music as well. Has he? Go online and, and listen to it. It's... it's Strange. Is he like getting like, together with Rayman Zarek? It's like like it's a Doors a, cover band. It's like a folk kind of sound. Huh. Yeah. It's so but be- there but there's some funny lyrics. Better than H. John Benjamin's 
jazz album? No. Is it better <laughs> oh, wow. than is it better than Steve from Blues Clues album that was produced by the Flaming Lips? Did not know that happened. Yeah, that's why he left Blues Clues. Really? Yeah. He wanted to go be a musician. Yeah. I thought and it was cuz Blue died, but No, no, no Blue's no. still very much alive. Blue was living no, now he's got, got his he's cousin. Got, he's got a Filipino friend he's now. He's still with us. Okay. Yeah, they All got right. a whole new Blues Clues series. Blues yeah. a cartoon. <laughs> Yeah. He can't die. No. I mean, some cartoons Maude can. Did. I've seen The Simpsons. Listen, Maude died. If you truly believe. <laughs> if you yeah. believe he can die. He's real. So, but interestingly enough, in, in the actual, like, uh, oh, the Overwing story of Blue's Clues, mm-hmm. uh, Steve left Blue with his brother Joe so that he could go to, go college. to college. But anybody who watched Blue's Clues realizes that that must have been a really special college because Steve wasn't that smart. Because he needed a dog to figure things out for him. Touché. But then, the, yes. then there was another cousin that came along, and he 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 did all right. And then the show was canceled. But now there's a new Blues Clues, and there's like a a Broadway guy uh, doing. He lives in the house, but they checked in with Steve. He graduated college. And he runs a detective agency because he learned all those things from doing Blues Clues. And now he's looking for Carmen San Diego. <sighs> All of Waldo. your kids are over the age of eighteen. Why do you know this? Uh, because I wrote Why for a wrote for an international <laughs> news company that covered media, and I was on the Blues Clues beat. <laughs> that remind there was a book I read a long time ago called Dog Gone It, and it is about this detective. But it takes place from the perspective of his dog, and his dog helps him solve the mysteries. And this was a grown up book. <laughs> yeah, sure it was. You know, it was called <laughs> Call of the Wild. It was I, called Scooby Doo. I was gonna say Scooby Doo. <laughs> and by the way, that Call of the Wild movie, that dog looks fake. Oh no! See, I hated that book. Yeah, because I think it's because they forced me to read it. Yeah. Right when you're a kid, you know. I mean, Harrison Ford is very believable as an old man who got lost in the woods ah. with his dog. How about <laughs> that Togo movie? What's that Togo movie about? Uh, it's uh, it's actually pronounced to go. It's about takeout food. Oh, oh I thought it was Torgo. Pizza Torgo. delivery. No, that's uh, that's. I'm, I'm gonna go see the Call of the Wild, and I'm gonna pretend like the acid wore off. And <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been on a ship with a Wookiee at all. <laughs> Callista, where's my Callista? Where's my shawl? Chewy, Chewy, where? You mean I've been flying planes this whole time? (laughs) Oh my god! This isn't a spaceship. Hundreds of people have died. But what's weird is Chewbacca looks more real than the dog. Did my wife OD? I don't. (laughs) When did I marry Skeletor? What is that? How did I get this earring? (laughs) It's a manly earring. I'm going to tell you that. I think that's an excellent idea. Go see Call of the Go see Call of the Wild and pretend that it's it's, it's that's not how the force works. I love that. Yeah. It's all real. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so Rick Moranis oh, yeah. crawled out from under whatever he was hiding under. Now, hey. is it a movie or is it a series? It's a movie. Okay. Um, Shrunk, so shrunked. Shrunk. Yeah. That's what it's called. With an exclamation point, I bet. And I so want Josh Gad to have a successful career. Why? Because he's funny. Oh, is he? Is he? He's yeah. got one lane. Yeah. The Josh Gad lane. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so yeah. he's so he's in it. Um, Does so he play the son? He plays the son, exactly. Well, oh, he's got experience with being shrunk. Exactly. Yeah. Now, this is... Now, look, look, at, look at the... Because when he was a kid, his dad shrunk him. That's right. That's the premise of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they should have taken those kids. So it's... <laughs> 
They probably should have called someone. <laughs> yeah, Child Protective Services. I mean, why why weren't they doing their jobs? They had a house. They had food. Hey, I can see. Hurt. Okay, the they first were. time, the first time he fucking shrunk them. I understand that was an oh. accident. I mean, it's right there in the title. Honey, I shrunk the kids. And you're Whoopsie like, doodles. Whoops. But and in the trailer, he was like very, the yeah. third movie. Honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah. And they made that giant baby. That was national news. Right. And that, <laughs> uh, that's at the point where I think Child Protective Services should have stepped in and said, Sir, you are a mad scientist. Well, I don't know. What happened with Balloon Boy? Is Balloon Boy still with his parents? Who's Balloon Boy? Oh, that's don't real. That's were... real yeah. news, not fake news. Yeah, but Bubble remember boy? the, the yeah, Balloon Boy? The boy that said he was inside a balloon. But John Travolta played him in a movie. Oh, really? No, that's the boy Bubble the Boy. That's oh, Bubble Boy. That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that different yeah. from the Balloon yeah, Boy? Yeah, the Balloon Boy. No, the Balloon the Boy, boy was... Uh, where they, the dad like orchestrated this whole thing and made the boy like hide in the attic, but then sent off this like weather balloon. He's like, the, my son's in my there. My son's in that... Oh, that yeah. Balloon oh, Boy. Yeah, I thought okay. you were talking about that magician who made a boy out of balloons and it came to life and rampaged through Tokyo. That's Pinocchio. Oh, okay. That's No, that's not... What is it then? Blow Nokia. Just something, <laughs> something he made up. Yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio Blow. Pinocchio Blow. Everything I tell you is truth. Balloonio. In some alternate no. universe. Yeah, well, there's so, so many. So Rick Moranis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So he's hiding under a balloon. Feed me, Seymour. Uh, okay, so it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. So you got Josh Gad in this. Okay. You got Joe Johnston directing it. Hey, he created Boba Fett. He, he created Boba Well, he, well, he helped he, he work helped, on it. He helmed uh, the, the Rocketeer. He also like helmed. That. He also like helmed that. the first Avenger, Captain America movie, and Captain America movie, yep. and Honey. Uh, so he's directing the movie Honey, starring Jessica Alba. The dancing movie. Yeah. Huh. He directed it. What? So I was gonna. I wasn't gonna hold that against. He's him. He's a Renaissance you know, man. Her abs. Her abs were on point. A Jack oh, yeah. of all trades. Indeed. A Joe of all trades. Yes. yes, a Joe Johnston of all trades. Mm-hmm. So Josh Gad will play the grown-up son of Wayne Zelinsky. Not at mm-hmm. all traumatized. Not at all traumatized. Because those ants, well, they were really big when they got shrunk. Well, they were his friend. Ends up in a similar situation to his father, shrinks his own kids. Uh, so, honey, I shrunk the kids. <sighs> I learned the it prophecy. from watching you. The prophecy is fulfilled. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> it was. Could, could you imagine him going to his wife? You're not going to fucking, fucking believe, believe what this. I did. I know I've talked a lot about it. You shut up. <laughs> so remember how I said that? Remember how I'm in therapy for yeah, forever? Remember my screaming, this shit? my screaming nightmares that I have every night. I have this. Un, I have this really weird fear of Cheerios. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking believe what I've just done. So uh, and tubing. Well, I, sh- I shrunk the kids. But I shrunk the kids. But. <laughs> I so can't was, fucking believe I did this. So it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah. And then it was... Uh, honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Honey, I Blew no, Up the Kid. No, that was the third one. What There's was the guts no, everywhere. No, no, no. That was, oh, God, That was oh, the God. second one. The yeah. third one was Honey, We sh- honey we Shrunk Ourselves. That's it. Yeah, oh, yeah I watched them all. It's like, I had them like on VHS. Something reset my brain to omit and, that third movie. And did you know that there was also a TV series? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Disneyland theme park attraction. Really? In the, in the theater. Where the uh, Michael Jackson movie was. Oh. They did it there, too. Mm. That's right. So, yeah. Mm. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Fuck it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up, man. Did you leave the kid shrinking Ray in the attic again? 
Because guess what I did? Happens every Dad, time. I shrunk. I know we haven't spoken for like 30 years. Yeah. I know you're in an <laughs> asylum. But I need you. I need your, you have experience with this. Yeah. Oh, There's only in, one man who no, can help us. I'm up in Canada writing folk songs. No, I'm not. Hey, take off, eh? Take off, eh? I'm hoping my like, mom. I hope it's like really, actually just like really dark and he did it on purpose. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Stupid kids. kids. I hope that. Uh, I'm sick of your shit. I hope that it Strength. does. I hope it does well enough to make enough money to get somebody interested in doing another one, but not enough money for them to want to continue. And then, like in ten years, Bloomhouse does it as a horror show. <laughs> they need to because they're doing the horror fantasy island, and I'm all on board. I saw the trailer for that. It looks bonkers, right? But Mr. Rourke, like if anybody watched the last season of Fantasy Island, Mr. Rourke was actually revealed to be an angelic creature that was fighting the forces of darkness by granting fantasies to people he's and not having kidding. them what? unlock their truth. He's not kidding. For once, very lost. For once, somebody finally. Remember something that this brain th- remembers. So, uh, yeah, he was. He actually would fight the forces of darkness by granting wishes and, and fantasies. Do you remember the reboot of Fantasy Island with Malcolm McDowell? As yes, Mr. Yeah. that was a pure nightmare. That was because no one could tell me that Michael uh, that he was a benevolent creature. Michael McDowell, kind of, not uh, Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's the bad guy from Generations. He's the he, he killed Captain Kirk. He did. He strapped him to a. To a bridge and he kicked threw him a off bridge a cliff. That's true. A bridge, yeah. a bridge killed. Kevin Carrie, do you remember the script we read? How we died differently in the script. Ah, uh, rem- that is the first time you or I ever read a bootlegged script from the internet. We read the original script for generations. You handed it to me. I said here, and in that one, he gets stabbed. But they found out that the script got leaked, so they changed some things. Well, yeah. and and Shatner wanted a a grander right. death for They're Kirk. Like, I really want my stuntman to stand on a bridge and get kicked off a cliff well he so they came up with killing him with a bridge yeah that's better than being stabbed no bigger bigger <laughs> how about a boulder i was hoping bigger. for, a, I was hoping a, for a, a gantry i was hoping my old friend the gore i want to i want a ship to fly at me yeah. and they can't, okay, we don't can't have the budget do yeah um oh. a bridge a bridge a bridge killed mm. captain well, you know captain on the bridge right. i get it gunk gunk I, oh that's what it was. Bridge on the captain. <laughs> it's a role reversal. That'll do it. It's like, like a sandwich a you can't eat. Captain under troubled waters. Yeah. Ooh. What? I think, you know, really, they should have just named that character Tennille. Then it could have been a Captain and Tennille story. Oh, no. I yes. like Captain Crunch cereal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Lieutenant it. Crunch. All of you back. My office now. All of you back behind that stuff that you were hiding. You sure, behind. it's not. <laughs> no, get back don't there. let me go back there. Commodore Crunch. <laughs> Commodore. Get back there. After these messages, we'll be right back. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what is happening in the month of February at Doctor Volt's. This month, we welcome Jenica, the newest Ninja Turtle, as she tries to adjust to life as a mutant. Not to mention her first solo adventure with a brand new villain. Originally human, she is now a mutant turtle after her life was saved by an emergency transfusion of mutagenic blood donated by Leonardo. The secret of the ooze. Also, Wolverine returns. He's been to hell and back, and now with his family all together and safe, he has everything he's ever wanted and everything to lose. Plus the return of Omega Red. You know, for almost 30 years, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection has been Salt Lake City's home for comics, card games, action figures, and collectibles. At Dr. Volt's, they pride themselves on entertaining you. Their knowledgeable staff will help you navigate the extensive collection of new comics, back issues, graphic novels, 
and more. Open seven days a week. The hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booz Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Okay, welcome back. Uh, let's see now. Um, I'm going to read you a list of voice actors. Oh, I love this game. Uh, well, I'm just going to tell you the project. I love I'm, this project. And then I'm going to tell you the, the voice actors and who they're playing. Okay. Because it's, a, it's something we're, we're all familiar with He-Man, right? Oh, I, I read this. This is quite a cast. This? Masters of the Universe. There, Master. was a, there was a He-Man joke in Toy Story 4. There was? Yeah. I didn't finish it, so what was Toy it? Story 4? No. I, were you underwhelmed? I was crying too much. <laughs> well, you were crying. Yes. Overwhelmed. I stopped halfway through. I was underwhelmed. Really? But yeah, the, um, so Bo Peep has a little tiny friend. That's in the little yes little thing like a poly yeah. pocket yeah she she talks about her she we all make bad dating decisions but we don't talk about He Man yeah <laughs> you're so. telling me Polly Pocket <laughs> fucked He Man well I don't know if they, <laughs> they might have dated they didn't have to yeah. go all the way yeah I mean He Man's gay I don't think he's no yeah. Prince I mean, Adam's if gay he, if you can't tell from his outfit that's Prince Adam they both seem he just likes wearing what he wears. Um, Hey, we're not judging. It sounds like you are. No judge. I think it's fine. Yeah. Did you know that's not that there's anything wrong with it? Those aren't furry underpants. That's just his. That's just his fur. Oh, that's like a giant merkin. Well, let me introduce you to our new sponsor, Manscaped, which Uh is no. Um, But this is uh, this is uh, Kevin Smith and a bunch of people. writing and and they're bringing back He-Man and this is a direct sequel to the series apparently which one the filmation series from the 80s from the TV show well cuz there was the one from the late 80s and then there was the reboot that Cartoon Network had uh, that was in actually the early pretty, 2000s pretty good. it was pretty good yeah mm-hmm. cuz they explained they explained how <coughs> Skeletor mid, came to be 2000s anyway so and why he had muscles wait we got an origin story for Skeletor yeah, yeah he's actually the brother of King yeah. Randor and my he, stupid brother. He started. He started dabbling in necromancy, and that caused the skin on his face to burn away. So that's why he's all muscular and still has oh, a skull head. But still has a skull head. Yeah. Huh. yeah. There you there go. You go. Uh, but they're bringing this to Netflix, and it's in production now. And they released a list of all. It's called Masters of the Universe Revelation. Anyway, so I got the full cast list here. It's bonkers. And it's just great. So, have they talked about the animation? Are they going? It is with anime style. It says anime style. Okay, it's so it's not. They're not going the Shira route. Uh, no, because like the Shira series is actually really entertaining. Shira, yeah, yeah it's, it's quite I, good. I, I love how they treat the fans. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So here's your voice cast for the He-Man movie. Okay, so I'll, I'll TV s- series. A TV series. I'll say a character name. And we'll shout out who we think should play. Who you play think it. should play it. Yeah. Okay. But I know who it is. Well, then don't. Then don't play. You just okay. get to watch. Yeah. So, Skeletor. Will Sasso. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> Come on. I would watch the shit out of that. I want to see that. Will uh, Sasso doesn't get enough work. I'll say that. Ron Funches. Ron Funches oh, would be. No, he's already doing King Shark. <laughs> really? I, I should play Skeletor. Lee George Cade. Hey, man. Nailed it. 
Give him the give him the contract. Oh no, I want Run Funches now as Skeletor. He would be awesome, okay. no doubt. I just hate He Man. Always so mean to me. <laughs> um, so it's uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, awesome! He's playing Skeletor. Uh-huh. He's Skeletor. That's nice. I guess you just call him up and ask him, and he'll do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. it's weird, right? Uh, Evil Lynn. Um, um, is this a girl or a boy? So Evil it's, Lynn. It's a girl. Yeah, uh, I want Aubrey Plaza. Good, oh, would be good awesome. choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. good Elizabeth choice. Elizabeth Banks. No, Aubrey Plaza. Well, she actually just, is. I can't say evil. Aubrey Plaza too. I have to have some, mm. a different name. Oh, there's yeah. two of them. Uh, <laughs> Tara Strong. Oh, they Tara Strong cast, would be really good. They have cast Lena Headey. Oh, okay. Lena Headey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been like my third choice. <laughs> She's going to do a great evil in. Yeah, she really will. <laughs> Cersei. Um, Prince Adam, He Man. Will Sasso. Also good choice. <laughs> You know, I kind of want the guy that did Batman. I mean, I would, I would love to. See, oh, uh, you Kevin want Conroy? Kevin Conroy? That'd yeah. be really good. Yeah, because because um, he does the whole thing him. with the he does the whole thing with the alter ego yeah. as a lispy voice. Yeah. So that's how about? Uh, man, I just remember the original He Man sounding yeah. something like this. Yeah. 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 And then running I'm, across those Star Trek backgrounds. Yeah. Billy I just, West. I just oh. ran into the studio. They handed me a script. I read my lines and went home. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that voiced Bender, I can't remember his name off the top oh, of my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. DiMaggio. He, he would, yeah, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. He, he also did a fantastic Batman. He did? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's uh, Chris Wood from Supergirl. I think that's, is that the Toy Man guy? I don't know. Look it up. Let's look it up. Anyway, uh, Tila uh, is... Tila Tequila. Tila is the daughter. <laughs> Tila is the Perfect. daughter of Man at Arms. Daughter of Man at Arms. And she, uh, depending on which version of Masters Universe you're looking at, she's like the heir apparent of the sorceress of Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Sarah I, Michelle Geller. Oh, cool. She oh, does she, great she voice work. In, she getting into uh, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, Chris Wood. Chris Wood is um, what's his name? Zorel. Oh, oh, uh, he's not on oh, the show anymore. Oh, from uh, from Candor. Uh, Handle. No, uh, Krypton. Was he from Krypton? He's no, from another he's, planet. I don't know. Wait, Zora. He's, he's getting married to Supergirl in real life. Oh, oh yeah, Benoist? that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow, good for him. Uh, let's super. see. So Liam Cunningham is Man at Arms. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. This was... This was uh, no, they, they screwed up on that one. Should have been Nick Offerman. You think? Ooh. Well, Nick Offerman actually should play Beastman. Oh. Beastman needs to sound really, like... Super I like Sir that's Davos. Liam Cunningham is Sir Davos. Okay, oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's a great choice. Okay. Real good. Thank you. Um, this is perfect casting as far as I'm concerned. Cringer. Yeah, this is yeah. great. Stephen Root. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's such perfect casting. But I yeah. hope Battle Cat can't talk. Um, King Randor mm-hmm. slash Trapjaw. So I guess he's doing two voices. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wait a minute. King King Randor isn't Trapjaw. No, he's but King what Randor. A, two but what voices. a twist that would oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really would. Um, Diedrich Bader. Who That's is. fantastic. Nice. He's, yeah. he's Batman in the Harley Quinn show. And he's That's awesome right. yeah. as Batman. And he was Johnny Blue Jeans. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. You're thinking of... Uh, Oh, Mr. Yeah. Mixelplick was... No, no, no. You're thinking oh, and of... He's, um, Diedrich Bader was on... He was, he on, was on Drew Carey. Yes, yeah, and before yeah. that, he was... No, you're thinking of Ian, Michael Ian Black. Yeah. I am? Fuck, mm-hmm. I love Michael he was Ian Johnny Black more than anything in this world. So why am I getting Diedrich Bader in there? space. Okay. And yeah. he's uh, watch Jonah on BoJack Horseman. Watch, yes. watch your bo- butthole, Peterman. Uh, Michael Ian Black was in Office Space? No, Diedrich Bader. Oh. Diedrich Bader is currently on American Housewife, and he's very funny. Um, yeah. Steven. This, 
this actor was so excited to get the part that he uh, he tweeted, uh, Orko is the character, Orko. Oh, that's Josh Gad all the way. It should be. But, <laughs> but uh, Griffin Newman was so excited. Fucking Griffin Newman is so funny. He tweeted... Who's Griffin Newman? I'm mother. He, he tweeted, "I'm motherfucking Orco, bitches." <laughs> he on the Amazon Tick series was uh, Arthur. Oh, okay. oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's so funny. Okay, so he'll be great as Orco. Uh, Tiffany Smith as Andra. I don't know who Andra is. I don't know either. Uh, here's an interesting one: Triclops. Okay, that's three eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has three eyes around his helmet. Yep, it turns. Henry yeah. Henry Rollins. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Rollins is Triclops. <laughs> That's, oh, that's awesome. I mean, I would have cast him as Manny Faces, but... Uh, Mossman? Yes? <laughs> Alan Oppenheimer. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, but Mossman. Alan, um, Alan Oppenheimer is the original Skeletor. No He's... way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you take Mossman's body and uh, Merman's head, and you have my favorite character, Stinkor. Well, yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Oh, they've <laughs> cast Stinkor? Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. yeah. They've cast Stinkor. Uh, the sorceress is Susan Eisenberg. Queen Marlena. That's King Randor's. Is yes. Yeah. Is Alicia Silverstone. Okay. All right. Because she's living on her head. Ro- Roboto. I don't remember who was. He was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> he was a robot guy. Yeah, but he wasn't oh. like. They were really good at naming. <laughs> but he wasn't Clamp Champ, who was another robot. Clamp Champ, not on the list. Yeah. What about Fisto? Fisto. Fistor. You know, honestly, I'm surprised. With Kevin Smith writing it, I'm surprised. That Fisto isn't Yeah, they probably said right at the very beginning, you want to do a He-Man show? And he said, yeah, I've got some ideas for Fisto. And they're like, no, no. no." Yeah, it is Fisto. You leave your home life at home. Right. (laughs) So so Justin Long is wrong. Okay. Cool. Um, Do you have Stratos in there? Uh, Stratos is not here. I mean, they've already made a figure of him. Yeah, Stratos was awesome. Uh, The monkey bird man? Who is he, he Roe? I don't know. That I don't know. Never okay, heard of him. so Phil Lamar. Did they? Oh, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar is good for. Yeah. Him. And I, I imagine Fakeor is going to just gonna be the same guy that does He Man's voice because uh, he couldn't tell when Fakeor yeah. was there because he was blue. Exactly. <laughs> it looks Scare, just like Scareglow. He's a new character. <laughs> he's he? not brand new to this series, but he's only been around for a few years. I could swear I saw the action figure was a glowing skeleton. It's a glowing skeleton. Okay, but I think he's relatively new because right. I don't remember him from the original. Well, I'm going to look up. Look up Scareglow. Alan Oppenheimer is the original yeah. Skeletor. Yes. So that's who they cast. That's yeah. great. Uh, Tony Todd is Scareglow. Who's Tony okay. Todd? Tony Todd is the Candyman. Candy Man. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's old Jake Sisko on Deep Space Nine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Candyman. Yes. Uh, the Priestess is Cree Summer. I don't know who that is. I know the name. Um, How do you spell it? C-R-E-E. Cree Summer is Priestess. Uh, let's see. Okay. Beast Man is Kevin Michael Richardson. I just love Beast Man so um, much. Yeah. Merman. Oh, how interesting. Cree oh. Summer yeah. was the original voice of Penny in the 1983 cartoon Inspector Gadget. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Oh, So she's fun. the priestess. Um, Merman. Uh, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Are they going to make him do the warble like I that? Hope. Oh, man. I hope. Uh, Kevin Smith got his daughter some work here. Elena. Oh, is, Harley Quinn. Is Harley Quinn Smith. But, of course, the greatest He-Man villain ever. Stinkor. Not Skeletor? Stinkor. Stinkor. Stinkor is second. I mean, no, uh, Skeletor is second to Stinkor. Right. Stinkor is the greatest. He's a the evil mask. Man. His, his, his box actually said, 
evil master of stench. And Orders. he yeah. uh, and he had a, he had a smell like he took him out of the box and he, my, he, he smelled like my stinkor still has that smell. That's fantastic. Yeah. It smells like pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm a little disappointed in the casting of Stinkor. Will Sasso? <laughs> no, that would be great. <laughs> Robert Conrad? Uh, Jason Muse. Oh. oh, well, of course Jason Muse has got to be in there if it's Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah. So uh, I was I was wrong yeah. about Scareglow. He was oh. introduced in 1987, yeah, which one is and he's the go. evil skeleton of Skeletor. Well, doesn't Skeletor's skeleton already evil. Skeletor is a big skeleton in him? What does it say about Scareglow? Uh, that that he's so it's it's odd because he's a ghost who labors in service to Skeletor. He's a skeletal ghost warrior who seems to have a solid but translucent body and whose bones he made a strong glow which can intimidate even the bravest opponents. Ah, he wears He wears a long out. a long purple ga- cape yes. and uh, he I carries this character. a scythe of doom and he was in the last series of figures that Mattel produced. Okay. I remember seeing this action figure. You yeah. see, I think the reason why I don't recognize this is in 1987 I was no longer interested in toys for a very brief period of time. Yeah, I went through because that Because I too. had discovered... Pogs. Dating. Oh. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. Boobies! No, 87, I think, is a period of time when I realized that it's always good to have an orchestral maneuvers in the dark album in your car, no matter how hardcore you really were. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> because the girl you're going out with doesn't want to hear... that. Is, she does, just, just seriously doesn't want to hear the shit you're listening to. <laughs> she doesn't want to listen to the Dayglow abortions. Yeah, but yeah. She, she's probably pretty into OMD, so... <laughs> Fuck, my shit stinks. <laughs> See, I never listened to those guys. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, it fucking stinks so bad. Was, That's how it ends. I was more of a circle jerks guy. They're coming to town. I think they're probably really old. No, they still can do it, dude. <laughs> they can sure still they... jerk in a circle like anybody else. <laughs> Keith, Keith uh, Morris yeah. has had a band called the uh, the Square Jerks. I can't remember. No, but. Oh, they're called off, and it's yeah. fa- fucking fantastic. I, I'm, I'm so go. happy that those old guys can still go. <laughs> Def Leppard's going on tour. <laughs> yeah, they find a new arm <laughs> no, for their drummer. No, he doesn't need it. Man, it's a robot arm. He's got the Con- concerts are so goddamn expensive now. Yeah. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine for a for a low low price of three hundred dollars. Oh, Way to show the so they've literally fuck you capitalism. They've literally become the machine. <laughs> but well, do you know that they're actually donating all their money to like uh, causes, causes as they go like along causes to, like uh, my pantry to yeah. rage no to like immigration stuff yeah mm. oh, that's, that's cool. cool yeah right on I, I bought so. I bought two tickets for Orville Peck yeah hundred bucks he's the masked cowboy yeah I, I'm so excited I, you don't even want to know how much money I'm spending on Roger Waters coming to town so he uh, well, I bet it's he's, he's got 700 a, bucks well I bought a block of 10 seats he's got a Bon Appetit where he makes food with Brad $2,000 I don't want anyone sitting near me are you serious? <laughs> You're not even taking people? You it's just, just me and Sue, just right there. You bought the whole amphitheater. Bought the whole, whole row. Section. <laughs> the whole section. Whole I don't section. want anyone near me. Yeah, but there's going to be that one guy that's going to be 10 rows in front of you, like the, the row that you didn't buy. Exactly. And he's going to be screaming comfortably numb so loud that it's going to ruin the entire well, we experience for you. We all are. Play Freebird! Uh, but oh, I, guy? Here's the thing. is that when, it, when I went to see David Byrne here, it was about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, when he was touring, those tickets were pretty affordable. It was the Capitol mm-hmm. Theater. Nearly yeah. every seat in the Capitol Theater is a good seat. Right. Yeah. And that was like, I want to say, 50 bucks a piece. So that was 100 bucks. And it was the best show I've ever seen. Mm. And I, I saw him once with Jeff, and it was and, fucking and, and I want to see this well, this American Utopia tour that he's doing. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's, it was on Saturday Night Live. Go back and watch it. It was with, uh, this, with John Mulaney, this, mm-hmm. this episode. Um, but I thought, he's, he's playing on Broadway. I need to go and see it. Mm-hmm. My naive little mind 
thinking we could, you know, hop hop a JetBlue flight out there. Sue works for JetBlue. Mm-hmm. We'll hop. Yeah, we'll just go get. Soon. Yeah, we'll just do it. Get in. Oh, oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. 300 bucks a seat yeah. to see isn't that like, just because it's on Broadway. Isn't that just like your lunch budget? Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you $300 burgers. Listen, yellowfin tuna. <laughs> it's very expensive. Give my regards to the Rockefellers. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, let me tell you, I could do an entire podcast on the Rockefeller Trust. I believe that you could. Yeah. That's our Patreon content. We'll make you pay for that. Oh, seriously, if you yeah. want. I, I can do a solid <laughs> I can do a solid 32 minutes on the Rockefeller Trust. I I want to hear it. Do you? I do. It's amazing. It's all blueberries. Three no, is it? It's <laughs> absolutely true. As Tony told me once, you got to pay to play. You got to pay to no, play. I, was, uh, I, I actually, uh, I was actually a trust specialist at the bank I worked at. So uh, the Rockefeller Trust is fascinating. Oh, I might have to pick your brain. Yeah, let's talk. I mean, of course, all my stuff's ten years old, but that's all right. I'm <laughs> trust, still a specialist. Trusts don't move quickly, so it's probably <laughs> all the same. <laughs> that was a Pet Shop Boy song. Wasn't it? <laughs> yes, sure. it actually was. Uh, I remember listening to that on the swing ride at Lagoon yeah. as I went over the. Just checking. Yeah. After <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop. Local. <laughs> All right, we are back. Thank you. Um, again, I just can't emphasize enough that you need to join our Patreon. All right? Yes. Patreon.com slash Geek Show Podcasts. There's a lot of great stuff that is coming there this year, and it's tree fitty a month. You're yep. going to love it. You know what's amazing? We stopped selling merchandise literally the day we launched Patreon. Is that right? Yeah, because our, our Teespring, we finally managed to crack that oh, crack really? that egg. Yeah. Our last sale was two days before our Patreon went live. <laughs> so, what? Coincidence? Yeah. I'm t- okay, I, I gotta think, wrap my head around that. Now. I think yeah, not. it's pretty interesting. Well go go get your merch as well. well no, you need a shirt that says Rebecca you on do. it. You do. You need yeah. the Rebecca edition. So, you need yeah. the leggings. Right? Mm-hmm. I need they're... a mug. I need to go buy a mug. Oh, you got four right here at the table. You. Uh, you mug. No, but uh, yeah, that's uh, teespring.com slash geek show. Well, there's a link if you just go to geekshowpodcast.com. Right. There's a link right so you can there. Get your we gotta merch. get cracking on the Patreon but, exclusive merch. But that's the thing, though. Yes. We, actually, we actually do have a way to do uh, Patreon exclusive merch so you can feel very exclusive. That will happen. We're gonna. That will happen. We ought to make a true believer shirt or something yeah, like that. Something, absolutely, something absolutely. So yeah, Geek Show, Geek Show podcast on uh, Patreon. Seriously, love all your support, guys. You've been fantastic. You really have. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, so watching the Mandalorian, Mangalorpian, the Mangalorpian, yeah, on Disney Plus, yeah, great show. We all know that it's so good. It's all right. <laughs> I remember you, Dissenter, <laughs> so excited. I mean, it's no lock and key. Uh, I like that. Do you want joke. to talk about Lock and Key? Oh, well, you're talking about Mandalorian. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Because we're going. We can do and we'll talk about Lock and Key later. All right. Because I remember you were very excited mm-hmm. when you saw the Imperial Troop Transport. Because I had one. See, so here's okay. Here's here's the here's the legend. The legend. The legend of the Imperial Troop Transport. Gather around, kids. I actually, kids. I actually, kids. I actually still have it. You do? In a strange sort of way. What do you mean in a strange sort of way? In I his found mind. it. I found <laughs> I, I have found. memories of it. <laughs> yep. So there there were a whole series of toys that Kenner produced. Yes. 
uh, that were that, as Lucas put it, they were off screen. So there would be like screen. yeah, there would be like tiny little skyhopper, and then there was this troop transport that yeah. like you could put six stormtroopers, three on each side, and then a pilot. And it was supposed to be this troop transport, and uh, it was kind I, of boxy. It was boxy, of, and it had a little radar dish on the top yeah. and a seat, and and it uh, made noises. Yeah, it had noises, well, really bad noises. Yeah. And uh, I found one yeah. for like a buck fifty <laughs> at the DI about four years ago, and I posted it online. I was super excited to find it because I still have all my stormtroopers; they're yeah. yellow now. Yeah, and then uh, our buddy Punk came out of nowhere with the decal sheet. He printed off a decal sheet so that I could put the decals back oh, cool. on it. Anytime you have a reference for an old toy, he yeah, can, he's, he can... he's got it. So I still have that transport. So lo and behold, this episode of Rebels hits, and there's, you know, Descent in the Streets, and the troop transport pulls up. Now, this is the first time, I think... That, that it was we, officially canon. ...that we have seen the troop transport in real life. Because I remember I was buying those toys when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and I never bought the stuff that was off screen right. because to me unless it was on screen i didn't and want some it. of it looked pretty cheesy and that were bad the yeah. troop transport was in my mind pretty badass and see but i was i was one of those no at yeah. the time <laughs> so i i didn't buy the troop transport yeah so they had it on rebels a couple of times and uh then but lo and behold um giancarlo esposito's yeah troopers had one it shows up in the mandalorian yeah. You know Favreau had that damn thing. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's that's my theory about that show, is that Favreau had all these toys, and he's just showing us scenes of things that he did with his toys when he was kid. Right, and I think you I know. would have rather played with, with Favreau. Yeah. He had, yeah. Bo- he had Boba Fett scaling the side of the Jawa Sandcrawler. Right. And so that's the show. Right. <laughs> I mean, there was, a reason, there was a reason for it to be there, as opposed to, you know, Red 5. So... <laughs> So the man, so so here comes the troop transport. I remember you were excited about it. I remember the first time I saw that, I just went, ah, "That's right. the goddamn toy, right. that stupid fucking toy that we, <laughs> you know." And and it was what, and I went back and I looked. I mm-hmm. did the research, and it was like nineteen dollars, fifteen dollars. Uh-huh. You know, depending. it was not expensive. It was not expensive. No, mm-hmm. but it was a toy that I boycotted because it wasn't on screen, and now oh, it's on. You missed screen. out. Okay, well now they're re-releasing. The troop transport toy it looks good, and they've painted it up so it looks nice. Well, they, I think it's a new mold. It is a new. It's a yeah. new thing, but it's the troop transport. Now keep in mind that it was like fifteen bucks. Okay. Yeah. Seventy dollars. Wow. Fuck that. Seventy dollars. So I saw. You know, if, if, did any of you see the Hasbro like super gold standard Java sail barge thing that they were selling for five hundred bucks? Yes, five hundred dollars. I just huge. could never do that. It, it was, was gigantic, huge. and you could open it up. But I just saw this the skiff uh, at Walmart a couple days ago. I think that was fifty. So, uh, yeah, we talk about our toys and how much they cost when we were kids. God. I think I think my uh, like my Tie Fighter was twelve bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but but at the time that was a lot. Of, that was, it, that it was, was it was it was I mean a lot of fucking money. Yeah, spent a lot of time in the coal mine for that. So for forty years <laughs> later, you can mm-hmm. buy super expensive version of the troop transport. Would yeah. it be cheaper to? I don't know. Look look online. Would it be cheaper to buy a, a, an original one? Yeah, but it wouldn't fit your figures because the that's right because you're dealing with those the uh, with the stormtroopers those four point articulated yeah stormtroopers. I can't believe yours is still so white. Mine got yellow. Mine, my other ones are yellow. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the good one. Yeah, but Punk knows how to make them white again. If, if you, yeah, I think there's a bleach solution or something yeah, you can put them in. They're all on, it's online. If rubbing you, yeah. alcohol, perhaps something, perhaps. But it's oxidization. There's impurities in the plastic that's yeah. coming out. Because I've got some 
discolored ones in there that yeah. I need to clean up. Well, it's the Mego mold. Like, your Migos, except for your McCoy, well, and your Scotty, are still in pretty good shape. But yeah. the, the Mego figures got really dark with time. They did. Something to do with the rubber just getting old. They started to lose their paint, too. <sighs> mm-hmm. Anyway, the Troop Transport, I was... It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I I was like, I want it, but not. I'm now. having I'm having that problem with action figures in general. Like, I really love action figures. Oh, I yeah. love buying toys. I have a hard time paying thirteen dollars for a three and three quarter inch action. Oh, figure. I want that new McFarlane Superman. I saw it so bad. It's I've saw. I, Dave's got it at Doctor Volts. I right saw there. the Batman. Yeah. They yeah. are fucking good looking figures. They're good looking. Dave, Dave's what, got 20 the, bucks? Yeah, Dave's got the super. Uh, you know, Mattel, Mattel just put out a new line of DC superpower figures that are they're three and three quarter inch. They're they're not they're not my bag, but if I was a kid, I would love them. And they're only mm-hmm. seven bucks. Yeah. And they're not like the uh they're not like the the new uh Marvel figures that are only like four points of articulation for the same price. These actually have wrist articulation, elbows, knees, that whole thing. They they look cool, they're fun. Um but yeah, that's still in my head. I have a really hard time paying more than ten bucks for a, a small action figure. I I stopped buying as much as I used to, yeah. simply because of space, but but also because I I'm just more discerning. I I've, I've got to there's got to be a reason that I'm getting this action figure. I buy all of the female action figures, but that's a giant fuck you at the industry. Yeah, so it's like if you're gonna under. Underproduce yeah. them. I'm going to buy them, and I've, I don't know how many Uhuras I've got over here. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Speaking of space, I had parent-teacher conferences Speaking this week. Speaking of space, and you guys have seen my apartment's teeny, and it's just fucking yeah. crammed with all shit. kinds of memorabilia. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, one of the parents comes in. He's got a bag, right? And he goes, "So how's my, you know, how's my kid doing?" I go, eh, "She's doing all right." And he goes. Are you sure? Because I know how to kiss ass. And he pulls the garbage bag off this thing, and it's a big, like, life-size R2-D2. What the what? fuck? And I was like, what is that? And he goes, hits a button on it, and it opens up. It's a mini fridge. What? That's awesome. But I Bribing it. you to give... Nah, he, we're, he's a good dude, but like, it was just... Mm-hmm. He's like, I know, I've just had it in my basement forever, and I thought, you like that. You know? Nice. So, but I brought it home. And That's so funny. But Jen's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> More stuff. More stuff. Hey, if you had an R2-D2-sized mini-fridge that you could just reach into and grab beverage? Mm-hmm. I, I do need a mini-fridge for my basement. Yeah. There you go. I, I live in a basement. That's <laughs> <laughs> my home. I had a basement. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I was talking to you about this. I, when it comes to the, the impulse buys, I'm, I, I have to be very careful. I mm-hmm. mean. I, I stopped buying Funko Pops, but for some reason I weakened, and I What'd bought. Do you, you see the one next to uh, Nuke there? The uh, Herbie. The Herbie. Oh my God! They made Herbie. They made a Herbie wow. Funko Pop. Now Herbie is the robot from the Fantastic Four cartoon when we were they kids. They were afraid to put the Human Torch in. Human Torch can't be on they, the show because kids, kids kids would light themselves kids on will fire. Set themselves so on fire. So they made a robot as yep. the fourth member of the team. Yep. He didn't go yeah. on an outer space adventure. He wasn't hit by cosmic rays. He was just a robot. He was, he was just a robot. And he showed up in the comic books every now and yeah. then. You know. Kind of like when they brought Batmite into the... Yeah. yeah. So I weakened and I got Herbie. I don't blame you. But then the ultimate weakening I did was that Galactica. Yeah, that's a nicely cast, nicely painted Battlestar Galactica. Where is this? Oh, uh, it's in a big it's box. It's in the time closet. It's right there. It's yeah. there. It's, I have to look at that. Yeah. It's like that polystone stuff. Let me get that. And, and then there was yeah, that one time you bought that. ten tickets to Rod- 
<laughs> just impulse buys. It was in line as I was checking out. It was an impulse. I don't want anyone to sit next to me. Uh, no, this is the... Uh, Looks like a nice box. The official ship's collection is what it's called. Oh. And he, you know, Dave at Dr. Volts had the new one. And the, he said, what do you think of that? And I said, wow, that's pretty. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, boy, that's tempting. I said, boy, if you ever get the classic from the original TV show... <laughs> I goes, oh, fuck, I'll be right back. And he... Basically, oh, that's what he yeah, said. If they, if they ever do the Rosin... Did, Rosin- you hear, did you hear the sound? <laughs> if if someone ever does the Rosinante from the Expanse, Ooh, that'd I'm, be cool. I'm sunk. That wow. is a nice looking ship, but it's so nice looking. Yeah. Can I see yep. that? And I've always felt that the Galactica show had the best ships. It's got some heft. Yeah, good shows. I've always felt that. <laughs> this is real nice. But that was again an impulse, and I just went. But I got I got to stop buying stuff. Yeah. What do you do? Well, you, supposedly you put a limit on things. Like I have disposable income for the first time in ten years, and I have a budget. Mm-hmm. 80%, 80% of the money goes in the savings yep. and 20% is mine. Well, what what is what is your, like, this was my impulse weakness. What would it be? Uh, mini- for, miniature miniature for, games for me. For you? Yeah. Well, you, you uh, sh- tossed us a couple of pictures of some comic books you've been looking online. Oh, shit. That's been my new thing. Yep. Yeah. I've been buying, uh, been buying comic books from when I was a kid. Like Back the ones, issues, huh? The ones that I love from when I was That's a kid. Really and then I found, uh, I found a guy who's got a bunch of comics from the year I was born. And I was thinking about buying like my favorite characters from 1969. Oh, oh that's cool. So I found like uh, a couple issues of the Hulk where he's fighting like the leader puts together this superhero team. And it's still kind of the rough kind of caveman looking Hulk. Mm-hmm. So mm. um and then some X Men from sixty nine I'm thinking about picking up and what's your uh, what's your weakness, Shannon? Your impulse by weakness. I really don't do it. You don't, don't have impulse by weakness? Not really. Good for you. The strong one. Um I'll say. Mine is clothes. So like this shirt, because this is this is the NSFW Harley Quinn shirt, because it says Harley fucking Quinn. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I bought the safer work version, but then as soon as I hit purchase on the safer work version, my friend was like, Hot Topic has the explicit one. And I'm like, Bleh. Well, you want and, the square. Yeah. Gotta yeah. get both. And so that's that's where I go. When it comes to like... I, you know what? I, I just slide to you guys. Sorry. God damn it, Shannon. It's been kitchen stuff lately. <laughs> kitchen oh, stuff? Okay. Yeah, I've reorganized my whole kitchen. I love it. Oh. Yeah. For me, it's digitized media. I really? have uh, Yeah, like uh, comic books in digital format. Uh, Humble Bundle does those fairly frequently, where they'll put together like 300 issues of some like IDW comics mm. for like mm-hmm. 15 bucks. Oh, nice! Or uh, I I have a large by most standards, not so large by some uh, collection of digital games like PC games. Like my Steam collection is up around 400 games. Oh, wow! That's I've probably 370 got, more than me. Yeah, I've probably got <laughs> another another hundred among my other. Uh, game launchers like Epic Game Store and Origins and stuff like that. So yeah, I've I've probably got and I've I've played maybe twenty percent of them. But oh my god, they're such a good deal. Sometimes, well, I might play that game sometime down the road. I'll I'll pay seven bucks for it right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's my problem. And uh, and weird sodas or energy drinks. If I'm in a store and I see one I haven't tasted, better believe I'm buying one or two of those. <laughs> and... <laughs> Follow Rebecca on Twitter to see her clothes. She'll always yeah bring them out. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, I was kind of hoping, speaking, Rebecca. Sorry. That you would have seen, because this thing made a ton of money. Sonic did? Sonic did mm-hmm. extremely well. Did it really? This past, like 60 mil was the last what? I looked. At the time of this recording. Good thing they redesigned him, huh? Yeah. I guess. And it only cost them 60 million to redesign him. So they're breaking even almost. Well, and apparently it's. I don't know how much it costs to It's, it's uh, grandma and grandpa taking their kids because grandma and grandpa remember when Jim Carrey was funny. 
<laughs> and so they're taking the grandkids to see Sonic so that they can watch Jim Carrey be funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's getting okay reviews, and it's making a ton of dough. I was hoping Rebecca would review it for us. Yeah, but... sorry. The, the screening for it was on a Saturday morning, and I just mm, didn't want to. Uh, I love the honesty, the <laughs> frankness. It's very refreshing. But uh, I can tell you all about Sonic the Vagehog on woodrocket.com. <laughs> Sonic the Vagehog. Gotta come fast. I don't get it. God damn it. <laughs> what can you tell us about uh, Sonic? Honestly, I've only watched it briefly with the sound oh. off. I thought you were going to say I've only watched it three times. No, I've only watched it briefly <laughs> with the sound off. But you didn't get the impact of the acting. I'll, here's the thing about Wood Rocket parodies. <laughs> is they're very... These guys are nerds. Yeah. And so they go, pun intended, they go hard into like cramming in more like, more pun intended like more pun intended like no cramming yeah but like <laughs> i want to make an easter egg joke here but i <laughs> but like they to. they reference going knuckles deep and like they just <laughs> yeah they the, and getting tail this is Tails. this is like my the weirdest thing so the director of the, so leroy myers oh I follow him on Twitter. He that's, follows me on That Twitter. sounds like a porn director. He's the guy, he's the guy who <laughs> sent me the new posters after they were damaged in oh, my basement. Oh, right. Oh, what a nice guy. I know. <laughs> and uh, his wife directed this one. Oh. So more female directed important. porn parodies, Huzzah. please. Representation matters. <laughs> and uh, the opening scene is Sonic and diddling or so and uh, Wait, Sonic's a girl in this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, and she well, I mean, the girl in Sonic and, is Amy. Right, and so she finishes, so, and then rings, 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 rings. <laughs> she gets all the rings. All it's kind of the... like the, so the, the Lego Movie parody. Wait, there's a Lego Movie. Yeah, of course. There is. What was it? What was it? I don't remember. Uh, all I remember is the end, uh, the cum shot. Um, they, someone off screen is throwing little white Legos. <laughs> oh my gosh. White Legos. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, how was Doctor Robot Dick? Was uh, it Robot Dick? Oh, like no, if, it, if it wasn't. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah. I've only watched it with the sound off. Yeah. And with captions, and uh, it wasn't captioned. Well, very well. they never really like mentioned the character's name. I'm assuming it's Doctor Robotnik. Hmm. Buttnik? But, but it's Ro- also a lady. Also a lady. Oh, okay. Would, okay. okay. Yeah, Buttnik would sound. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. Anyway, woodrocket.com. <laughs> Watch us with the sound off. Please that, send me. When stuff. you're at work, you can't, you know. Right. NSFW. Yeah. yeah. Got to have the sound down. Okay. All right. What do you I, do for the imagery? <laughs> well. Put the screen on black so you're doing nothing? You, you angle your computer just right. so that Privacy screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so no review for Sonic. All right. Sorry. That's what we're getting. Uh, any games? Yeah, let's see what we got coming out this week. Uh Oh, that was Friday. <laughs> Scroll up a little bit here. Wow, there's a lot of review, a lot of releases on Valentine's Day. That's weird for lonely. That's kind of insulting. So, yeah, uh, Xbox One uh, on Tuesday this week is getting Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle. Those are those are good action games from Platinum, if I remember correctly. Uh, let's see, we got Three Thousandth Duel on the Switch. I don't, I don't know what that Do is. Do I have to have played the 2,999 yeah, you, beforehand? You won't get the story if you mm. don't. Yeah. So, um, 
A lot of just kind of switch small games. Something called A Sound Plan. Another one called Blood Will Be Spilled. This is a pretty big one, though. Uh, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is getting a release on the Switch, oh. which is really neat. Those are Devil May Cry games are really fun. Really okay. fun action games from Capcom. And this is the Special Edition coming on Switch, so you can play it on the go. Uh, let's see. That takes us to Thursday. Um... Oh, here's this. This is this is good. Maybe um, it's one of those ones. It's a Japanese game uh, that the, the the titles are just bonkers. This is called Undernight in hyphen birth exe colon late brackets cl dash r close brackets. Okay, we're back to the marketing situation <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I we need I to have, change the we name. Didn't, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't finish naming it before games? we released it. No, that's the whole title. Oh wow. Now, fate sometimes sometimes the fate games or they do some crazy cartoons have some odd titling. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we got that and uh, one called Brief Battles on the Switch. It's pretty quick. It's, it's very fast. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tower of Babel, No Mercy for the Switch. King, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Three Remind DLC for the Xbox One. So if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, you got some DLC coming your way. I saw a meme that said that they wish they could. Uh, bring Walt Disney back to life and try to explain Kingdom Hearts to him. <laughs> Good luck. No way. Oh, actually, I jumped ahead. That's next week, so we're done. It's next week? Kingdom Hearts is next week. Okay. What do you got there? Uh, the folks at uh, Atomic Mass Games just released their newest expansion for Marvel Crisis Protocol. So ah. this time around, it's Vision and the Winter Soldier as oh. a two-pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Vision figure, he's like he's phasing through some bricks, so it's kind of cool. And then, of course, you get the Winter Soldier. And uh, so at this point, we've got quite a few Avengers popping up. And next up, I believe, is Thor and Valkyrie. So, oh, really? Nice. Yeah, Thor is going to be a, a pretty ferocious combatant. And after Thor and Valkyrie will be Hela and Loki as a two-pack. So um, they're still putting out some great-looking figures. The game is a ton of fun to play. And uh, you can go to your local game store and if they don't carry it they'll probably be able to special order it for you so nice. this box runs you're looking about 25 26 bucks for the two figures so uh it's funny that i will not buy a 13 dollar action figure but i will buy a 13 dollar miniature <laughs> because it takes me three or four hours to paint it so yeah, you feel like you get your money's worth yeah a bit as better. a hobbyist i'm like well yeah. you know my entertainment's working out to about three or four bucks an hour yeah. so mm. that's it's worth my time I've always had a question about those little yeah. expansions you get. Does that come with more story or something? Yeah, so a lot of times the they'll have... So this one what? has the Vision miniature, the Winter Soldier miniature, the bases, and then the character stat cards, so you uh-huh. know how they compare to the other characters. Okay. And then there's tactic cards that will allow you to change the scenarios that you're playing. So okay. it's... Uh, as opposed to my other new favorite game, uh, Warhammer Underworld's Beast Grave, it actually has different scenario cards, almost like Magic the Gathering, so you can build up different powers for your characters as you're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can play the cards as you're playing the miniature game. So that's kind of a, a cool dynamic that they've introduced into miniature games that hasn't been there before. So, But Crisis Protocol, I think the reason why I enjoy it so much is because it's the only miniature game I've ever played where you can smash people with the scenery on the game board. Nice. So, uh, again, first game I played, Captain Marvel hitting Ultron over the head with a fire truck. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? Mm. Mr. B? If you would? Eat more ham, man. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a tour in here. Again. Yeah.